Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trader Podcast. It is your boy, B Mark, and I'm joined by the one and only the Wolf Del Silva. What's going on, big dog? Was well, good, G. My elbow is a little fucked up, but I'm excited to give some value today. What 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 happened to your elbow? Just hyperextended it. I forgot about it until I fucking flex on you guys and fucking my arm felt like shit again. But we're Gucci. All right, we're Gucci. So this is just the uh it's the aftermath of getting fucked up all the time and getting punched in the face and punching people in the face. That's how it is. Fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Yeah. That's fucking sorry to hear about your shitty elbow. And I'm gonna blow you a kiss over virtually. Here you go. <laughs> Feel better? No. All right, cool. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, guys. So before we get into today's podcast, I want to let you guys know that I'm fucking super, super, super excited. All of you guys know that Cole and I are starting to like grow our speaking kind of like stuff. We're starting to speak on different stages. And the first fucking stage of the year is going to be at WealthCon. So to celebrate my first ever speaking gig about business outside of pizza nomination, we're going to be hosting a penthouse after party meetup. So if you guys want to come hang out with us in a fucking penthouse at the top of a Las Vegas casino... All you got to do is get a ticket to Wellcon. Ryan Pineda has actually given us 50% off the tickets to Wellcon. So you get a ticket for 500 bucks. And for that ticket, you get to come to a four-day conference in Vegas. It's January 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. I'm speaking on the 10th, and that's when we're going to do the penthouse meetup. So anybody that comes to the fucking penthouse or anybody that comes to Wellcon gets to come hang out with me and all my friends that are coming into a penthouse. Pretty sure Cole's coming. He still needs to confirm. Are you coming? Uh, maybe. We, okay. The goal is to come. Most likely, I'll be coming by myself. I'm just currently talking to Julia because I would love to be able to bring the familia, but we'll see. Either way, we're going to convince the midget to come, and then you're going to get to hang out with me and Cole. So it's going to be a good time. <laughs> exactly. So if you're in fucking PT Dom, get a ticket. The link's in the chat box for pod chats, or you can find it in my bio, but get a fucking ticket. There's only going to be 50 people at the penthouse, so get a ticket while you can. Without further ado, this is pod chats where we answer our clients' questions, and the first client we have up is Mrs. fucking Sammy from Australia. What's up, Sammy? What's good? Hi. I'll just hang on. Let me stop the treadmill. I'll say a bit loud. So I am in the middle of running my 14-day challenge, and well, not in the middle. It's like day three or four, and I want to start reaching out to everyone now, but I don't want to mess this up because there's a ton of girls in there that I would really love to continue working with. It's like the first time the challenge has had lots of like girls that I'm like excited for and want to keep working with. So do I go through the DM script kind of as normal or do I just kind of drop, try to go straight to the phone call? What do you guys recommend? What's the best strategies? Because I really want to nail this and I, I really don't want to make any errors here. Want to go first call? Honestly, I, the one main thing that I want to say is you should be watching the unit in the course over and over and over and over again. Yeah. How many times have you watched it? When's the last time you watched it? And did you implement the things that were taught to you? Yes, I've watched it. I haven't watched it enough times. It's on my list to watch. When's the and last I, time you watched it? Last time I ran a challenge. When I was that? Rewatched it, rewatched it yet. Or couple, two months ago? Okay, months ago, so the only reason know. I bring that up is because like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I want to avoid is I want to avoid me and Brian ever giving you guys like off the cuff instant advice or another coach doing the same when we've literally already completed the exact blueprint that you should follow coin by coin, step by step, statement by statement. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, for sure. The one thing I will say is other than go watch the fucking training again and follow exactly what is said in there, because that will give you all the information that you're asking for right now. I will yeah. say 
any conversations that you guys do have, and everybody should be writing this down and understanding this, any conversation you have in, with a challenger who is in one of your challenges, no matter how long it should be, should be about building a relationship and about future goals, not just your program. Okay? Gotcha. Yeah. I love how cheeky you are. It makes me laugh. I almost spat my food out. Uh, what do you mean? No, it's it's, it's true. You got to watch the units. I just love <laughs> My favorite part about Cole is he always says what everyone's thinking and he just says it right what the fuck? You said something at the gym the other day, and you're like, if you wear that brand in my gym, I'll set it on fire. And I was like, oh my I said, God. I said, <laughs> no, you don't, don't, say, don't say exactly what it was. I remember what it was, though. Don't say Okay, I won't say it. I won't say it. Touche. He just says exactly. I, what I love that too, with by the no way. No fucking I, filter. It makes me fucking laugh. Question. I appreciate that, though. But yes, continue. Question, sorry. Sammy. What is something that everyone should be thinking about right now in December about their fitness goals? What's the question? Um, oh, what I'm asking them, or are you asking me? What's the question that they should ask themselves? Or like, what's a question that you could ask them that would get them thinking? Like, what's a fitness question that you should be asking in December? Well, two, how do you want to approach the season? Like, do you want to, which I have been, is like, how do you, do you want to maintain? Do you want to keep working on it so you've already got that momentum for January? Or do you oh. want to just say whatever and we'll worry about it next year? Now, that's kind of what I've been approaching it like. So first things first is everybody that's answering the chat box. I love that you've watched my training. You guys are fucking geniuses. And the, the correct answer is what results we want by Christmas. And also, mm -hmm. because they're already in the challenge, Sammy, and they're already like, they've already committed to getting results by Christmas because they're in your 14-day challenge. The question that we yeah. can be asking is, what are your fitness goals for yeah. yeah. And they tell you, and you're like, perfect. I love that. Um, do you want some help? And they're like, absolutely. I want some help. Okay, I tell you what, let's set up a free 15-minute game plan. We'll talk about what you're learning in the challenge, you know, what you're going to take into the holidays, and I'll give you a game plan for 2024. Does that sound fair? Yeah. They're going to be like, that sounds super fair. And you're like, great. Here's my calendar link. Go ahead and book it now. Spots always fill up quick. Send me a screenshot once you do. Cool question mark? Yeah. Boom. Easy. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to like, I knew I needed to watch the, the lessons, but I wanted to like double check because I just, because there's so many girls in here, I just don't want to stuff this up. I just want to like nail it. I want to say one this more thing. This is where, no, oh. I'm saying something now. This is where I like, and this is why, like we, the reason I bring up the trainings for you guys, and I want to touch on that statement right there. All right, Sammy, because that's actually normal. Don't ask too many questions. Just trust your gut. Okay. This is what usually ends up happening. You guys will watch a training and this is for everything, not like our just trainings. Like we'll watch a YouTube video or we'll see something online or we'll watch something on TV or we'll see somebody do something. And we're like, fuck, that's so sick. Like, I want to do that. Like, I, I want to try it. But then that nervousness kicks into our soul and we start justifying and thinking about everything going on that could go wrong. And then we start asking all of our friends what they fucking think, even though they have no idea what the fuck we want to do or why we want to do it in the first place. And then eventually we don't either don't do it or it takes us seven months to take action. Right. Woo! You got fired up. I don't know why I'm so fired up right now. I got something to say too. Off of that. He's right. And this is why. And I'm going to tell you why Cole's 100% right. Because everybody write this in the chat. You're afraid of failure. Yeah. Because you said mm -hmm. four times five. And I'm sure you guys will be able to like, listen to this podcast back. You said it five times. I really don't want to screw this up. I don't want to mess this up. I've got so many girls in there. I don't want to screw it up. I don't want to mess it up. We've got to embrace failure. Failure is part of the process. Also, it's impossible to fail if you do not quit. Yep. Like, screw this up would imply that there's like, the only way you could screw up the challenge is if you went live in your group and you're like, I hate all of you. And never sign up for my fitness program. You all suck. Then you screw it up. Like there's, it's, it would be literally impossible for you to screw this challenge up. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that we have to embrace failure. And like everybody's afraid of failure. And so they don't take any action. But you need to embrace failure as a part of the process. And so I like like, you know what to do. I know you know what to do. You know how to book calls with these girls. So it's mm -hmm. like, take that action that you like know that you should take. And if there is a mistake that happens along the way, you can get feedback. And I also 
want to just get like commend you and give you credit because anybody that comes on pod chats, like most of you guys know the right answer. Sometimes we just need affirmation from people that have been there before, exactly. which, is, which is us giving you the affirmation, but just know yeah. that like, it, it stems from a fear of failure. And so if you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Sammy, you're a bad B and you're never going to fail because you're never going to fucking quit. You'll be more confident taking actions because it's like the only way you fail is if you quit. And are you going to quit? No. And never. Not a chance. Not a fucking yeah. chance. I'm not I'm even going to go through this that. whole thing. Just go read this on my Instagram story, Sammy, about failure. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Brian and Cole are so aligned every day. It blows my goddamn face off. Because this right here, exactly. You copied me. Fuck you, bro. My, I've been posted up for <laughs> nine hours. <laughs> oh, bro. Relax. No. Oh, helpful? That's perfect. Yeah, very helpful. And you're right. It's anxiety of failure and that combo. Go show those girls you fucking give a shit about them. Care about them enough to book a phone call with them so you can help them change your life in 2024. Agreed. Absolutely. I You're will. You're a killer girl. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. I will. Best day ever. What's up, Paige? <laughs> hey, can you hear me? I sure can. Awesome. So I was really hoping I could think of a question, but I can't think of one. So I just wanted to say thank you for the advice over the past two pod chats because it's been really helpful. More is not always better. So I mm. dialed back on doubling down on my content, still posting every day, but not twice a day, really digging into my avatar and trying to focus on that. And I'm running a 14 day challenge now, which is so much better so far than my first challenge. I've got a lot more engagement, a lot more ladies, and they actually are ready to book one-on-one calls. So I've got four or five that are booking one-on-one calls for the new year. Book. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Proud of you. Good job, girl. Thank you. I like that. I like appreciation. That's fun. Makes my day. Yo, side note, I'm just going to make sure that we re- re- say that one more time. All right. More is not always better. Just want to cement that for all of you guys, especially all of you guys that are beating your fucking face off the wall with content. You're like, I need to post 1700 times a day, or I'm just never going to figure this out. It's bullshit. Just fucking take some time to actually put some thought, care, love, and passion into the shit that you're doing online, and it will do way better for you. Okay. I think when you guys see like, Cole and I producing a volume because who here sees me and Cole post a lot and you're like I need to do that because they're doing that it took me a long time for me to actually find my flow and before I actually took Cole's advice because I'm a stubborn motherfucker and I didn't listen to Cole for two years until he blew up to like 1.5 million followers on social media I was like maybe I should actually start talking with the camera we're not talking about that I would post twice a day and it wasn't going anywhere and so I did end up there's a period there's a season where I slowed down to do one time a day and I was really intentional and once I found my flow like once you have quality, then you can have volume. Write that in the chat. Once you have quality, then you can have volume. Like once you're putting out content and every person, every fucking piece of content is like, boom, boom, boom. It's like consistently hitting, then add volume. But if you don't have quality, then there's no point in volume because you're just going to put up more bad stuff. Make sense? Cool. I was just going to say, I post once a day. So fucking, it's not that intimidating. Just fucking post once a day and make sure it's high quality and you guys will be fine. Also, I'm gonna let you guys know that I plan on passing Cole on Instagram followers. So just letting you guys know. There we go. I like it. Za, what up? Where's your video at? Za. There we go. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm like moving around so fast. Okay, so I just wanted to um say thank you first of all. Like the whole 14-day challenge was perfect. The only thing I wanted to ask is my goal, I'm trying to like book more calls. My content is shit, y'all. And I think it's because but my avatar wants me to do food content. And I'm like a foodie for real. So 
I don't make food content. I really cook and eat. So I'm like, how do I make that look appealing? Because I'm not, I don't have the videos. Like, I'm very authentic. Like, my family, we're really big and deep in the kitchen when we cook. So I'm like, how could I make this look like content? But I think that's what my clientele wants. They, like, they love my personality, but I think they want food. When you say you think they want food, is that the kind of that's performing well on your Instagram feed or is that you making an assumption? I went on live and booked clients from making egg rolls that were vegan or plant-based. So you were on a live stream? I went live, opened up my computer, and I was just like letting them watch me cook. And I'll like engage a little bit because I don't know how else to make food content. Pause. You just answered your own fucking question. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. What do you mean? Explain, you explain it. Explain it. Like literally, it's you call it like fucking what's like, what kind of food do you make? Like what's like, if you could like label your food, what would it be? Like, is it like fucking delicious? It's chemical free, but it's still delicious. So I'll make like egg rolls, but without like, let's just say bell peppers. If you get the bell pepper with the number four, that's usually genetically modified. If you get the number nine that has no pesticides, eat it, make a spring roll, call it healthy, call it a day. And I don't eat meat. So I'm like, but I still love food. So I'm like, for somebody who used to eat bacon, I'm still going to eat really delicious food. So I don't know how to, what to call that. Healthy. You're going to live a longer life. Um, give me 20 video. Using asking chat GBT. Look, I'm going to put y'all on my computer. Because this is, <laughs> I'm like, I just got in the house. Like, it was just a day. But I still want to make it to a podcast. I like it. So here's what I'm going to, I'm going to give you homework. Okay. So figure out a name for your cooking show. And I want, hey. you, I want you to go to chat GPT and I want you to figure out like, a, so there's like, a, I'm looking right now, like vegan delights. No, no, thank you. Um, no. Something like, I feel like something was that, you know, like you've got to be something was that. So I would figure out a name for your cooking show and how like you like food, cooking food every day, right? Obviously. No, not every day. I cook maybe three times, three times a week, but typically, and that's only because Right now, I've been trying to focus on like workflow, but typically I cook every night. I don't mind. I'm that type. That's how I get down. If you can commit to cooking two to three times a week on a live show, I'm gonna cold talk. That's what I think. And have a cooking show that's like at, at a specific time, and then people can make food with you. That sounds fire. Cole, what do you think? I just don't think it's about food. I think it's about the live stream. Because mm. like, if you would have said, "I've been making all these posts and they're doing amazing and they're exploding and they're getting so much engagement and shares and saves and people are signing up because they want my recipes," yeah, it sounds like they want you for your food. But just because you were live talking about food doesn't mean the food is what sold them. Your knowledge did. So no, I was you going live more. I was cooking. I go live three no, times. No, no, I know you were cooking, but that's okay. like fucking if Brian sells an individual walking on the treadmill, he's not going to sell fucking treadmills. You see, like it's it's what you're <laughs> doing doesn't matter. All right. They're engaging with you. They like you. So like what you said, obviously sold them and your energy throughout the live stream. I think it's like we we do some cooking and you can break that down. And if you want to go live during it, 100 percent. But at the same time, I think people just want to see you more like go I, live during other shit. Go live on the treadmill and do an open Q&A like Brian has been doing. All right. Do one yeah. in the grocery store. Do one fucking somewhere else. I think maybe you've accompanied the two due to the fact that they bought off of the live stream and they loved your cooking. And I think that's a cool idea to run into, but don't make more work for yourself trying to fucking, okay, let's organize my entire week around cooking and live streams. Cause that's a fucking lot. And I think that's, what's been holding me back because I'm like, I really have to cook for my family. So I'm like, this is, I don't want to add more than that. And I know you're right because when I do my live three times a week, it's very, it's not inauthentic. I'm still very much myself, but I'm sitting, having a topic, and they engage, but it's not as much. But when I'm just like cooking and talking and my brother's in the background, then everybody's like, hey, like, okay. Authenticity. Exactly. 
Yeah. Right? I love, so I think the once a week cooking show, I'm just going to fucking stay there because I think it's a good idea. I think the once a week cooking show is fire. I know that the reason I like doing cardio and Q&A is number one, if I didn't do cardio and q and I probably wouldn't do cardio because I fucking hate <laughs> cardio. And number two, I like literally every time, it's almost, I almost like get into character and I'm like, I go into character. I literally like get on the treadmill. I'm like, I'm going to take the fucking gloves off for 30 minutes. I'm going to say what's on my fucking mm-hmm. So it's like go into the kitchen and like get into character and be like, yo, what's up? We about to cook today. Like sassy vegans with Coach Josh or something like that, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm fucking like. Sassy cooking with Coach Josh sounds fucking fire. And then you get into character and you're just like in your fucking flow. You're having fun. You're talking. You're cooking. Like, make it a fucking, make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah, because TikTok truly does love my personality. That's the only platform where I can like really say like, like if you got two necks, you shouldn't be following that recipe. Like you should follow a recipe that has less fat in it. So it's like, but Instagram hates that type of stuff. So I'm like... I'm trying to figure out like what to do where, but that's I, good. I like that so far. I think you should fucking do all of it everywhere, in my opinion. Because even okay. if Instagram don't like it, I guarantee you somebody's gonna love it. Somebody okay. be like, "Oh, that's fucking aggressive," and somebody's gonna be like, "Damn, that's fire." Okay, Great. I'm down. I'm down. I'll get on that. That'll be my my homework for starting next week. Congratulations on your success and your 14 day challenge. I see. I appreciate it. Thank I you. I saw so all your fucking wins in the Facebook group, and I was like, "Yeah." Look, that's how I'm afford coming to this conference. I'm just debating, do I want one ticket or two? <laughs> Let's go. The Wellcome conference is going to be lit. We're going to hang out at Penthouse. It's going to be a vibe. I'm coming, period. I'm excited. I'll see you there, girl. Miranda Crisp, what up? Hi. I hope you guys yeah. are all having a good day. Question about uh, stories. I feel like this is somewhere that I really need to improve on. I never have. I've never really had uh, success with stories. And now I feel like very resistant to ask in my stories. Yep. Um, I use them as a vlog. Like I literally document my entire day. It's like literally all like I'll take you through my entire day. Mm-hmm. But I used to post CTAs and I don't anymore because when I do, I literally get nothing. Not I vote on my own. So it doesn't look like it's not being voted on. So any like feedback to help me improve my stories. And I think you mentioned about being a little bit afraid of failure. So I think that like maybe a little bit to do with that cole do you want to talk about how you add ctas into your vlog and then i'll talk about how to do cta separate yeah i think i, I want to touch a few things here so uh, b if you want to cut me off at any time go ahead because i'm going to fucking go on a ramble there's uh, guys stories need to be treated just like your actual instagram feed okay so everybody write this down stories need the same respect as everything else and i feel like a lot of individuals don't understand that so what they'll do is they'll just do a daily vlog but there'll be no value or business or CTAs or anything implemented into it, or they'll go the complete opposite and they'll just do CTAs and it will just be a fucking entire sales page. and Nobody wants to buy off them, watch them, pay attention to them or follow along with their day. So you need to give it respect. All right. Now, I don't know if I did this in the CLA. I think I might've just done it in the mastermind. Hands up if you guys saw a training from me talking about how to sell over Instagram stories. If you guys did not, I think I just did it in the mastermind. So fuck it. We're going to pull out a special training most likely at the end of December, beginning of January, that'll be a gift from me. And I'll talk about how to sell over Instagram stories and the breakdown that I did there. Basically, the entire point of that training that I did in the mastermind in the past, and what I do every day is I do a daily vlog, but it's very calculated. In the morning, you see a workout, you see some sort of motivational quote, you see something to get you gripped into my life, my story, what I am doing. I give value either through actionable value on what to do for your life, your mindset, your fitness, your business, whatever. Basically, whatever's in my head that day, I will dump out. Then I'll just subtly put a link. You guys will see this stuff if you guys watch my stories every day. There'll be random links put everywhere. Why? Because I'm keeping it subtle, right? I'm just keeping it fluid. And then I'll just take you on my day. 
So you'll see a little bit of boxing, a little bit of training, a little bit of behind the scenes when we're doing pod chats or other videos. And then it might transition to a new value rant or a value piece where I'm sharing a podcast talking about the value behind it or sharing a post you need to read, or I'm going on a three to five story rant, giving you value based off of a subject that I feel like you need to hear. And then based off of that value piece, maybe sometimes I'll throw another link in there or I won't, but I'm being strategic every single time that I get on my story. Now, again, there's a lot of different directions that we can go here. A minimum for me though, unless I am doing an engagement story hack, which I know Brian's probably going to talk about, or I'm like trying to promo something like me and Brian are dropping something where we both need to be on the same page. No matter what, every day, seven days a week, I post a minimum of 10 stories. Why? Because yes, my views plummet immensely when I do that. But those motherfuckers who watch every single story every day, seven days a week are my ride or dies. They will support everything I post on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok. They will buy tickets to events. They will put buy and into anything that I'm selling. They'll buy a drop that I'm doing. They pay attention to what is going on. You feel me? Okay, so go ahead. I, I have a similar position as Cole. I only do one thing differently. And the one thing that I do differently is when I fucking ask, I ask. Yeah. And so when I ask, there's two ways that you can do like a hard ask. It's like your way number one is to delete all your Instagram stories and have a one poll. That's like, I'm looking for five men that want to lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days. If that's you vote here, hell yes, I'm in. Maybe I'm interested. I'm not interested. You're a scam artist. So I'll have like three voting options. Always give a negative. Always give a negative so that people can vote against you, which will boost it on the algorithm. Or if I ask Miranda, another way that you can ask is to have a one story slide. That's like a before and after one of your best clients. And it's like, I helped my client Sarah lose 10 pounds in the last 12 weeks. If you want to learn how I did it, DM, I'm next. And I'll send you the details. And then you like encourage them to DM you. So I do the same thing as Cole, but the difference is like, if I have a day where I, where I ask, I'm asking. And if I have a day where I'm like, just like being myself, I'm being myself. And then on the be myself days, always throughout the day, I'm always posting like social proof, et cetera. If you guys go to my Instagram story right now, like I want, like I'm just starting to talk about WealthCon because I'm getting excited about it. And I want like, I want the fucking penthouse to be full of cool people. So on my Instagram right now, you'll see one post on my story. And it's like, I'm speaking at WealthCon. I'm throwing a little penthouse after party. If you want to come vote here. And then it'll have the three options that I just discussed. Hell yes, I'm in. Maybe send me details. No, I'm not interested at all, right? So I mean, Cole do the exact same thing. The only difference is that I have two days where I like hard ask. Make sense? Yeah, totally. So more strategic, like treat it like my IG stories. So what I was doing before is like I was posting like my pre-track day for my food, for instance. So that would technically be like a, would that be considered like document slash value? Yep. And then like I did a motivational post because I was just recently brought on as a sponsored athlete with first form. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah. So sick. Fully sponsored. Yeah. So I've been like trying to post that and then I just slipped away from it for a little bit. So I think I need to get back to doing that and have that structure again, because it's also easy to like share like, oh yeah, I'm taking my supplements because obviously it helps that part of it. But it also is like people are reaching out saying, oh, I need a pre-workout. And then I'm like, oh, you also work out. Let's talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So more structure and not so just like go with the flow and tell everybody my life. Wait, tell everyone your life and make the CTA subtle within the fucking tell everybody about your life. Yes. And it's like, understand that when you're like, you tell everybody about your life, you're doing some stuff, Miranda. And then maybe the next time you post, you're giving people value or you're showing your food that's giving people value or you're documenting your calls that's giving people value. So it's like, you're subtly showing everybody your life 
while also giving them value because your life is valuable. And this is where you guys are all going to have to have a switch in your brains turn on. People want to watch you. You are a fucking alien. All right. Let's be real. People will watch dumbass reality shows of people literally getting blackout wasted every day. And they'll just mindlessly watch these kids do dumb shit. Guess what? You guys are the healthy versions of that. You guys eat the same fucking food every day, pretty much train every day, do the same shit every day. You guys are the reality show in the fitness industry to people who are not happy with their lives. Feel me? So they're watching, they're paying attention. So by watching you do what you do, you are their value, their entertainment. So give it to them and then dump in little value parts. So they eventually see you as an authority they buy off of you. Feel me? Yeah, for sure. And am I deleting every day or do I just let them expire? I just let everything expire unless I do what Brian said. Guys, I'm worse at asking than Brian. All right. That's why, like, even with the fucking sweaters and Amarok shit, I'm not even gonna fucking talk about that right now. Brian gives me shit all the fucking time. I'm not good at asking. Okay. It's been like worked out of me from just coaching you guys for the last like three years instead of fucking always asking on my story. So B's very way more direct with it and breaking it down. So unless you're doing an engagement poll or doing a hard ask, just keep everything up and let it expire. If you're doing something hard, delete everything. Why not? Yeah, the only time I delete story, because like I also like. One of the coolest things ever, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, is to like scroll back in your story archives and look at who you used to be. I really like doing that. And so you can't do that all the time if you're always deleting your stories. But I will delete my stories if I'm doing a hard ask. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cool. I hope you have the best day ever. You too. What's up, Joe? What's going on? Appreciate you guys for having me. So I kind of got one of my questions answered, which was directed towards content. So more is not always better. And you need to have quality before you can have volume. So I guess my question is more geared towards like, these past few days, I've been recording content and I record my my lives and everything. So I've been chopping up those lives and I have like a lot of uh, like reels kind of like ready to go. And I feel like there's a lot more flow to those types of like reels rather than scripting my content. Uh, what's, what's your take on that? What's your opinion on that? So I agree because I feel like when most people go live, it's like that's where you're just like you're just spitting and you're not like there's nothing behind it. That's why Cole used to love well, he still loves it because he loves me. Like before I was actually myself on social media, he'd be like, come over and fucking podcast because that's where I would actually just be myself and say what I actually was on my fucking mind. Yeah. What I will say though is on social media, you are competing with other people and quality matters. So if you're just going to do the live stream from your downloaded from your phone, I'm not saying it can't work, but the ideal scenario, Joe, would be that you get like, um, you record your live stream with your front face. If you're going to do it on your iPhone, you don't do it with your back facing camera. You do it with your front facing camera so that it's the highest possible quality. If you have an iPhone, like front-facing camera will usually be good enough to have like really, really high quality video. So if your intention is to chop up your live streams for video, then I would be filming it with your front-facing camera, even though it's going to feel awkward because you're not going to- Sorry, be able- B, I'm going to, I got to cut you off. This guys, this is called the back-facing camera. This is the front-facing camera. Oh, sorry. My bad. I was like, I know this matters. So I'm like, I need yeah. to make sure that people yeah. understand what's going on. But B is very right. You guys can also change the video settings to what I would suggest is 60 frames per second and 4K on your iPhone, just due to the fact that it's going to look the best stabilization wise. I'm not going to try to dive into frames per second and the difference between 28, 30, 60. It doesn't fucking matter. Just film at 60 frames, 4K with this camera, like Brian is saying. And everybody do me a favor, pick up your phones right now. All right. I'm going to teach you guys a fucking wizard trick that... And this is where I shit talk some of you guys and we have some fun. Now stick your hand in your shirt. So it's over this. Okay. So your hands in your shirt and clean your fucking camera off. Because a lot of you guys have all these nasty fingerprints 
and everything all over your cameras and it looks super dirty. So guess this camera can be clean too. Okay, the one that you're talking into every day. Clean that one. This is what you do every single time you pick up your fucking phone from now on. Because some of you guys got some big ass fingerprints in those screens and it looks hilarious every time. You know when you guys film and you see like the big light beam in your video from the lamp behind you? It's because your camera's dirty. So clean the brightness. <laughs> there we go. Super simple. Make sense, bro? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I use I use an iPad, so I record my Instagram live stream from my phone, and then I'll have like the iPad next to it. Yeah, so I'll I'll talk directly to like the iPad since I know that I'm gonna use it as content. And um, yeah, I guess uh, is it like supposed to be uncomfortable, like talking about you know like your story? Because I yes. feel like the whole dialing into the avatar thing is it's like yeah, it's uncomfortable as fuck, and like I'm trying to like really dial in into my avatar statement but for some reason a lot of my content is still general and i know this and it's like hard to make that shift for some reason i'll tell you why it's so fucking awkward because all of us are used to presenting our very best on social media and what we want people to see this is what i want you to see of me right i'm brian mark i'm the business coach i drive a lambo i do these things this is what i want you to see like this is what i want this is how i want you to perceive me mm. and so when i open up and i share parts about myself about who I actually am and some of those parts might be vulnerable that's like I'm exposed like Cole always talks about like exposing your underbelly yeah being like this is who I actually am and when somebody judges you for that it hurts even more because it's who you actually are mm -hmm. if somebody judges you for your the perception of you that you put on social media this like facade it doesn't really hurt you like oh whatever fuck you but when somebody judges you for who you actually are it stings which is why it's awkward but yeah. You got to like believe in yourself so fucking much that like other people's opinion doesn't fucking matter. And that self-belief starts with this idea like, yo, haters ain't going to pay your fucking rent, bro. Mm -hmm. So those people that are talking shit or those people that are like talking about you when you start opening up and sharing your story, like those people were never going to be your clients anyways. Yep. So it's like if you actually want to make an impact on this planet, you got to get comfortable with like sharing those uncomfortable parts of you. I'm going to say something else as well, because a lot of you guys want to blow up on social media. Who here wants to blow up on social media? Raise your hand. Everybody on this call. Okay, great. If you want to blow up on social media, you got to understand that it's going to come with a fuckload of hate. Way more than most of you guys are capable or comfortable with handling. And so like the more that you can open up and share your story, the more that you're going to resonate with people. And when you create emotional resonance, people are going to love you. And then some people are going to hate you. And you got to be okay with that. There's a podcast that uh, I talked to Chris about this the other day because Kristen, like she's been getting a lot of hate comments recently. She's blowing the fuck up on every platform. And I was like, babe, I'm like, do you ever hear the Dean Graziosi story? And she's like, no. So Alex Ramosi went over to Dean Graziosi's house. And uh, this is before Alex blew up. And he was taught, he's like, I never wanted to be famous because it came with a lot of like negativity. And so I went over to Dean Graziosi's house, who's like Tony, one of Tony Robbins' like best friends. And he's talking to Dean Graziosi. And he was like, and Dean Graziosi literally gets death threats like on a daily basis. His family also gets death threats on a daily basis. And Alex Ramosi's like, dude, don't, aren't you like fucking like sick of this? Like, isn't this wild? And Dean Graziosi said this. He said, if this is the price that I need to pay in order to make the impact that I want to make on this planet, then I'll pay that price every day. So like, you're going to get hate. It's going to feel negative. It's going to feel weird sharing your story and you just got to embrace it. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cool, bro. Let's roll. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. 
Now let's get back to today's episode. Bray, what up? Hi, how are you? Best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I even ask? <laughs> that made my whole day. Best day of my life. Okay, let's move on. Okay, now. <laughs> okay, uh, first off, what I want to say is, Brian, we were in the middle of a conversation on fucking Facebook. You did not answer. And I'm offering to do a free 14-day fucking training for everyone. Because I, I feel like I am the queen, not going to lie, right now at least. And not to my horn, I'm very good at it. And you didn't answer. So first, first things first, I apologize. Second thing, Cole's the king of the academy, so it has to go through him. I'm oh no, why didn't you just tell me that? Because I forgot. Because I fucking forgot. Okay. I'll message Cole. And then I'll leave you on red. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, we'll plan that out. That's dope. I'm down for okay. that. Okay, cool. And then next thing is, okay, I've been wanting to start a podcast. Ugh kind of gross even saying it out loud i feel like but um i know i should do it because why have- whoa, 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 whoa. we're not gonna snip past that what the fuck why hmm? why does it feel gross it's weird that people on social media like listening to me i guess we're just gonna sit here for a second okay so awkward who here likes listening to Bray on the podcast mm-hmm. lots of people <laughs> We got to do some fucking internal work on that self-talk, girl. I'm very much trying, okay? I'm just, um, I, I'm in a good headspace right now, I All swear. Right. We're going we're gonna to push, push past that. We're going to ask your podcast question. Go ahead. I know that, okay, so you know Dawson, obviously, he's in the mastermind. He built his own, he started doing his own podcast. So I've seen him, like, start and talk to him about it. But I don't really want mine to just strictly be about weight loss. And I feel like, Cole, you're very good at, like, doing both like personal and then also the business so like how and I know you're probably just going to say just start but like how can I even structure or like have an idea I don't know does that make sense a hundred percent it makes sense okay and I'm not just like yes just start cool like that's the fucking initial advice but let's actually give you some breakdowns that you can follow if you guys go to the beginning of my podcast you'll actually see a little bit of a baseline structure because I was the same way when me and Brian first talked about me starting a podcast it was so I could get more eyes on us and we can create more of an authority between the both of us in the academy to make sure that if students did come in they knew who I was to a certain degree so they'd be able to listen and more because again Brian is head of acquisition i am head of training delivery content and more make sense still with me thumbs up yeah dope so when it came down to the podcast itself the first initial one that i did was my story right you guys can scroll back and hear it literally was drug addict millionaire and i explained what happened and dove into it now don't get me wrong like if you guys go back and listen to those i don't because i fucking hate listening to my old self like I started my podcast so long ago and hearing content back then or podcasts back then or YouTube videos back then make me want to take a baseball bat to my own shins. I fucking hate it. But (laughs) let's be real. I still get messages every day from those episodes being like, thank you. Like you just inspired the hell out of me, not only because the stories are inspiring and valuable, but also the growth that they've seen when they listen to all almost 500 episodes now, which is pretty fucking cool, um, is immense. Now, what was the structure? First and foremost, share your story. Who are you? Why should anybody give a fuck? And why are you doing this? All right. Again, does not need to be structured around your business. It could be you just sharing your thoughts, sharing your opinion and sharing what you want to do. Secondly, though, you need to come up with some sort of baseline. You don't love talking about just weight loss, but at the end of the day, there needs to be a purpose behind your podcast. 
So if I was to ask you that right now, would you be able to give me a clear answer as to what your purpose is? Yes or no? Sorry, my purpose for like life. Starting a podcast. Oh, starting a podcast. It would really just to connect with people. Cause I like with my, with my social media, I just like share literally everything. I feel like I'm very much like Miranda, yep. like, I'm very raw and just me on my stories and everyone fucking loves it. So it's like, why not translate that? Perfect. I like that. Cool. So we have a purpose then. So what I would do is I would sit down and come up with some sort of schedule to start at the beginning. Once you get better at it, it becomes more fluid. You guys can lose the schedule and just spit from the top. Like Brian and myself now don't need any script, any schedule, any breakdown. You can give us any subject and we can talk for 25 minutes straight on it. Doesn't matter if it's business, fitness, mindset, growth, traveling, does not matter because we've been doing it for so long. You will get there. But the concept is, okay, I'm a weight loss coach. Do you want weight loss advice slash things that are going to get you leads in this podcast? Yes or no? Yeah, for sure. Live. So do two episodes a week. All right. Actually, let's plan to do three episodes a week to start so you don't get overwhelmed. I would make one episode a week minimum on giving value to your audience, mm -hmm. all right? Where it's about fitness in general. Now, that's all I'm going to say, fitness in general, because yeah. I don't want it to just be about nutrition or just be about training because then you're going to be locked into a box and you're going to be like, I don't have the fuck to talk about. You're going to get fucking overwhelmed. The second one I would do is I would do some sort of story or connection or something that you resonate with. Now, that's a little bit of a broader statement. And I apologize if you guys don't understand it, if you're listening on the podcast replay. But what I mean by this is the reason why I love bringing Brian over to do podcasts, is because I get to pull the raw version out that I've seen for the last eight years of knowing him. And a lot of you guys didn't see, but what would happen is we would pick a broad subject, something that was random, and we would open up on it, an excuse, a justification, business, life, gym, fitness, business, and we'd open up and expand. That's what I want you to do. Because then they could see the raw version of you just like your Instagram stories. The best thing is you've been posting for the last year plus on Instagram. Every single post that you've ever made, you can make a podcast on. Right. Okay. Feel me? Yeah. And then the last podcast that you would do, I would tell a story about one of your clients or I would do some sort of answering a question podcast just to give value more. Or interview your clients. Or interview yeah. your clients. That would be huge as well. I'm like, Brian does a lot of those when it comes down to the 10K students, mastermind students, and then the odd CLA student that is absolutely killing it. And it does a lot because if you can interview properly, I'm not the best at interviewing. I like to just having a conversation. B's gotten very good at pulling answers out of people. Uh, but if you could do an interview, you actually don't talk that much. And a lot of the value gets extracted from the client because they're so excited to be sitting there with you and honored to be on the podcast in the first place. You feel me? Yeah, I definitely have some clients. I would love that, like seen it. Okay, and you pretty much just told me connection proof and value. Is yeah, yeah. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. Fuck my life. No, but like, this, listen, that, what you're just saying is fucking so important because we follow our own rules. Yeah. Also, if you're on podcasts, I'm going to give you guys my interview format because uh, it's pretty smart. Obviously, you can use this from your own story, but you always want to start with the end result. So like if you're on a podcast with a client, so it's going to be like, all right, Bray, so before we get into it, tell us about the results you've been able to accomplish and, you know, what you've been able to do inside the program. I was actually going to end this, end my thing with what I've accomplished so far. So uh, I made $155,000 in one year of being a coach. And also I've only been in the academy for one year. So fire. So okay. it's going to be the interview format is going to be end result, origin story, journey into the program, you know, what they learned in the program thoughts on yeah. the program and then advice to the old you. That's my favorite interview format. I've done a bunch of, like, I've done probably hundreds of interviews now. And that is 
ideal interview format or to end result because you always want to start with something sexy you don't want to start the podcast boring yeah. like if you get in a podcast with a girl and you're like what's going on so i'm here to talk to my client sarah who's down 50 pounds in the last six months people are fucking interested now right and then we go yeah. oh, the story blah 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 so that's the format okay last thing i want to say about the value is you don't have to make the value boring so as an example like instead of being like here's how to calculate macros you could literally call it call the podcast fuck orange juice yeah right <laughs> That's like, so it doesn't have to be boring value. When we think value, sometimes we think boring. It's like, you just, you just say up orange juice. And that's the title of the podcast. And when people come in, you're like, you guys and all your quote unquote healthy options are literally screwing yourself. And then in the podcast, you talk about unhealthy things or something. You know what I mean? Hearst is really good at that. So I'll make sure that I look at her stuff too. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was another suggestion is if you are uh, a female and you'd like to be empowered by a strong female, shameless plug to my wife, she's going to love that. She's got two podcasts. One. I don't, I would say don't start two podcasts. No need to, but go look at unfucking filtered. That's her podcast. It's unfucking filtered on Spotify. What the fuck? I didn't know that she had the second one. I thought it was just the women to win. The women who win podcast is for uh, like, she like just fitness stuff. And that's where she started. And then when she wanted to get into more personal brand, she oh. said unfucking filtered where she just talks about cool. everything. And I would follow that podcast. If you want to be like more inspired in terms of like personal story stuff. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. That was really helpful. You're welcome. Have the best day of your life. Love you. Bye. <laughs> What's up, Cindy? Hi, guys. Good. Hi. Sorry for the noise. I'm cooking in the background and oh, I'm yeah. screaming. <laughs> so my question is, for the past week, I've been home alone with him, which is really difficult. So I haven't been doing any active DM scripts because I don't want to be booking calls with people. And I'm still going to be alone with him for the next week and a half. And so what are some things I should be focusing on to book calls later on? Because right now I'm still posting every day. I'm documenting everything on my stories. I'm posting social proof on my stories every day. And right now I am only doing like my client live streams. I'm not doing it in my free group because like his naps are very unpredictable. So what can I do with people that I'm in the DM script with? Who are hot, but I can't book a call right now. Sell them over voice notes. How would I, do, would I just do the script like normal? You fucking know it, but you'd shorten it up. Okay, because someone did ask me that. I was in the DM script with her. She booked a call with me last Thursday, and she had to reschedule. And I was like, I can't because I'm going to be home alone with my toddler, and I don't want to book a call just in case he wakes up from his nap. And then she's like, Can we just do voice notes back and forth? Yeah. So here's what I think, okay? How do you sell? This is this is going to be a lesson on, mini lesson on Subway Chat. How do you sell things? Somebody give me an answer in the chat. Anybody can answer. How do you sell things? Cindy, you can answer too. Give them a solution to their problem. Correct. We have a problem, we have a goal, and we have yeah. a product that takes them from their problem to their goal, right? So the voice note structure should be like, struggle, pain points, validate, relate, that you understand, totally understand your pain points. I've worked with a lot of clients in similar situations as you. Get clear on goal, reason why. Love those reasons why. Love those goals, super attainable. Would you like some help? 100%. Perfect. So this is the program that I offer. It's a 16-week training, nutrition accountability. If you were to hire an in-person trainer, this is what it would cost. My program is only this. Does that make sense? Does that work for you? Do you have any questions? Selling anything to anybody, you need to know their pain points. You need to know their problems. There's pain points, you need to know their goals. And then you need to present your product as the bridge to take them from their pain points to their goals. That's how you sell anything to anybody. So you can do that on the phone. You can do that on sell by chat. You can do that with voice notes. You can do that over DMs. Obviously calls are the most optimal IMO, 
But like, once you get to the million dollar mastermind, we teach you sell by chat. And the reason we teach you sell by chat is when you have an obnoxious amount of leads and you want to get your time back, sell by chat's more effective. Calls will always convert higher as a general rule of thumb though. But if you don't have time to do calls, then I would sell them over voice notes. Okay. And then you would kind of go through all the like possible objections first before pitching a price. Ideally, the best time to deal with an objection is before it comes up. Okay. So somebody's like, uh, you know, I really don't have the time. So, so like, yeah, like I really want to work out, but I don't have the time to work out. You're like, okay, cool. So you're telling me you don't have 30 minutes a day to work out. Like, no, I do have 30 minutes a day. You're like, okay, great. So we can move forward then. And then you just ask the next question. I feel like that makes more sense because I posted this question in the group and I asked Janelle for her feedback and she said to get this girl to fill out my application. And then I messaged her to book a call later on, which is what I did. So listen, both pieces of advice are definitely valid and both have a place what right now brian's giving you advice based off of the fact that you're overwhelmed and you don't want to book another call because you're worried about being alone with your toddler yeah right where janelle's solving a problem based off of the fact that the first call didn't work so both is are extremely valid it just depends on what you want to do feel me yeah i was just worried about her cooling off do you have is it do you work with moms Yes. <laughs> Dope. So then here's the straight up advice. Book the fucking call and get on it while your toddler's right there screaming. Period. Okay. Like, that's just it. Like, you work with moms. So be yeah. the mom, right? If he's a little loud, he's chill right now, right? <laughs> like, he's fucking super chill right now. So, like, we can't just assume the worst is going to happen. He's quiet as a motherfucker right now. He looks cute as shit. So we just get on the phone and we do our best. And if he starts screaming, we're like, and literally, if you got to get up for five minutes and walk away from your kid, walk away from your kid. He's not going to die. Like, be all right. Cade's fine. Like, sometimes he freaks out and he goes crazy. And I'm like, hey, bro, chill out, dog. I'm like, you all right? I'm like, I put him in his little floor jail. That's what we call it. It's like this little playpen. It's like 12 feet wide. I put him in his little floor jail and I walk away. I do my business call and I come back. Why? Because this is like entrepreneurs need to work differently than individuals who just have the pleasure of working a nine to five job, coming home and hand out with the kid all day. You feel me? Yeah. That doesn't make you a bad mom. Yeah, I think it might be possible if I do like a Zoom call with her just like this and she sees him and he's like, that's, that's even fucking better. I like that. That'd be sick. That's sick. Cause then we just pull up the kid and you're like, yo, what's going on, Brian? So hopefully we can get through this completely fine. He's actually pretty chill right now, but we'll see. Regardless, we're going to be diving into this. I just want to pre-frame this Zoom call very quickly. At the end of this call, if you do, would like, if you would like to move forward, give me a fuck yes. If you don't, give me a fuck no. I don't want anything in between because as you can see, I'm a very busy mother, just like you are. And I don't want to waste each other's time. Deal? Yeah? Okay, dope. Sounds good. And we move through it. You feel me? Yeah. Last thing I just want to say, because we've given you lots of advice to take action on. So here's the last thing I'm going to say. And this is important. Okay. Who here noticed that we gave three solutions to the same problem? Do you know how to solution? I had a solution and call it a solution, right? Is one of them more right than the other? Type it in the chat. What do you guys think? Mine's the right one. You fucking piece of <laughs> shit. You're not <laughs> helping. You are not helping. I'm muted. No, helping. Fuck you. You got muted. Guys, there's not one person that's more right than the other. Nah. The the concept that Cole wasn't helping with, so I muted his fucking ass, <laughs> is there's multiple solutions to every problem. The one that's going to work is the one you fucking run with. Agreed. Write that down. The solution that works is the solution I run with. Does that make sense? There's multiple there's multiple ways to skin a cat. As That's a weird-ass qu- fucking quote now that I'm saying it out loud and like dissecting that mentally. But there's, there's a lot of different ways. ways to approach a problem. So if you find a solution and it's good, run with it. Make sense? Yeah, that that helps. All right. Go take action. I see you.
Also, I just want to challenge you to get on at least one Zoom call with him in the room because I know he could probably be a handful at other times, but he looks like the chillest baby in the entire world right now. So you're going to do it now. Deal? Yeah, I'm going to try. Good. Thank you. I like it. Keep us updated, please. I want to hear about it. Okay. Veronica Vargas. I love that name. That's a cool name. Veronica <laughs> Vargas. What's up, girl? Sorry, I'm so excited because like literally I've been with you guys for a good amount of months and I had to move one of my clients. I'm like, look, I love you, but I need to go and do this thing. Okay. So you can come later. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So um, the other thing I wanted to say is thank you so much. Because of you guys' help, I have done a lot of coaching, mentoring, and this is the only, only place that has got me to $10,000 a month. Boom. Yes. You heard that on the podcast, everybody. Did everybody hear that? We're the best. Okay, keep going. Yeah. And so I'm the kind of coach where I turned a lot of my, I was working like from six in the morning all the way till 7 p.m. in-person training in my home gym. I love personal training still, clients, but now I get to choose who I want to train and yeah. I charge them more. So the majority of all my clients are online and I only get to work with the clients that I love the most and have been with me for over four years in my gym. So I do both, but the majority of my, my income comes from online, which is amazing. So thank you for that. Now, the interesting thing is, is that I'm kind of caught in a hard place. My content is still not hitting, which I'm okay with because I'm still getting the odd person that wants to work with me. So I don't know, maybe it's just a matter of time. But what I'm really struggling with is that I don't know how to start up conversations with people on social media. I like, I block. I'm like, how do I do this? I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do it. I have a question. I I want to let Cole go first, actually. Go, Go ahead, Cole. Okay, lit. What's your uh, what's your Instagram saying, Veronica? Bodies by BB. Okay, this is the one thing, and this is where like I might have a little bit of different advice than fucking Brian, but like make your Instagram name your fucking name because I can't find your tag. Okay, you I just put uh, bodies by BB. Because I'm like, you put it in the chat for me, but like individuals who find you that fuck with you are gonna follow you for you. You feel me? Mm. So like, that's number one. If you guys have an Instagram, unless it is your business, just your business. And what I mean is by like a brick or mortar, make it your Instagram name, like your actual name. Because when people fuck with you, they're going to want to search you up, right? So they don't know how to spell your name. And then it's something different. It's going to be hard. Regardless though, what I want you to do, I'm actually signed into Daniel's Facebook right now. So he's going to start spam liking your fucking photos. So don't get all weirded out. All right. I don't know why I'm signing to Daniel's Instagram on my computer, but this is what we're going to do. But like, look, go to your Instagram right now. You're going to see, watch, I'm just going to like your shit. I'll even share my screen. Brian, let me share my screen for a minute. You're muted. Yes, sir. Perfect. Look, let's go like this. All right. So look, we saw this. I liked it. All right. This, we liked it. This, liked it. What the fuck is this? When to say no holiday treats. I couldn't agree more. Bam. Look at that. Fucking commented on that. Like this. Okay. We like this. And then I'm just going to send you a fucking DM. I'm going to be like. I can't on the computer. I might send you a DM and be like, yo, Veronica, love the content. Thank you so much for the fucking value you're providing. Now, again, I'm operating from a different perspective. Like, like Daniel's not a coach, but if you're a coach, if people are liking your photos like crazy, you now you're going to see Daniel, right? He's engaging with all your content. He's commenting, he's liking, send him a DM and be like, yo, Daniel, really appreciate the engagement, homie. I really appreciate that you're liking my content. What about it stood out the most to you? That's literally it. I've done that, but the thing is, is what I've noticed is that with my content, 
I keep getting the same likes from the same people. And there's only so many times I can hit them. And they're usually a, my clients or they're my past clients. So I'm not getting new eyeballs. But what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to say like, when I go through say like Facebook and I have a whole bunch of people that are my friends, I kind of go, I pick up like maybe five a day five different people and I go through their feeds and I make comments and I try to like engage and make like conversations with them but I that's the part that I'm stuck on it's not so much like people reaching out to me I get on that right away I thank people for following me like I'm on them I try to get into that conversation that's not the problem it's like how else can I get out there to create like friendship conversations trust all those kind of things I want you to read what Sammy literally just wrote in the fucking chat box because that's something i've been teaching you guys for years that is the most unneglected thing possible and it's being social on social media now what i mean by that is like you're on five people's pages a day engaging commenting diving into stuff i want you to do 30 a day okay do more doing five friends a day where you're just liking their comments like liking their content and commenting i can do five people in the next two minutes while literally speaking to you guys with my phone okay. feel me where it's like, like you're going into every social interaction with the expectation of having that become a conversation. And it's not, there's only two ways for you guys to expand your networks, write this down, being social on social media or creating good enough content that people engage. That's it. Other than paid ads, but we're never going to fucking teach you guys that in the CLA. So don't ever ask being social on social media or creating good enough content that people come to you right now. Your content's not hitting. We'll fix that. We could dive into it. We go through it. I think you got to add a little bit more personality to it. Just from me seeing it from Daniel's page right off the bat, it looks very businessy. People don't buy from businesses. They buy from people. But the other side is being social on social media. And that means liking, commenting, engaging, and then sending a fucking DM. You sending them a DM if you oh. need to. And you could literally be like, yo, Devin, I saw that you're crushing into your fitness goals, homie. Keep it up. That's awesome. What are you working towards this year? Or yo, Stuart. I see that you're crushing into the gym. What goals are you working towards in 2024? Okay. Might be awkward, but it's what you need to do. Feel me? Okay. So then my second question that takes along with that, because, you know, I'm going to be authentic, right? I'm going to be honest here. Is like, how do you get over doing something that maybe you don't enjoy? I think we've all gone through that in our business. We're like, fuck, I really hate doing this. And I think it really comes down to that. And up. My turn. So looking at your content, you've got what a lot of people don't have is consistency. Yep. You've got consistency, Veronica. You are very consistent. I looked at your newsfeed and I like see your post. It's like December 6th, December 5th, December 4th, December 3rd. So you are consistent, right? And so if you had a weight loss client that came to you, Veronica, and they were doing two hours of cardio a day and they were they were stuck in their finish, they were like stuck, they were plateaued, but their work ethic was there, what would you say to them? Okay, sorry, say the question again. So if, if I had a client who was- If you had a client that came to you and was doing two hours of cardio every single day, they were putting in the work, but they weren't losing weight, what would you say to them? I would say they're probably working too fucking hard. Probably working too fucking hard. And I would. You're not focusing on what they need to focus on, too. Boom. Thank you. You're not focusing on what you need to focus on. See, you're like the problem with you, Veronica, isn't work ethic because work ethic, like if you are working hard and you're implementing the wrong strategy, then you're just going to do more of the wrong thing. Whereas, like, the wrong strategy in my eyes is like, scroll up, scroll up. Go, I want to show you, Veronica. You've made oh, a, I didn't even realize I was fucking bro, sharing my screen. 2,600 posts. Veronica, yeah. you you're more than me. Consistency is not your issue. Quality is. The number one thing that I'd be focusing on if I was Veronica Vargas and I wanted to make twenty dollars to $100,000 per month in the next year is consistent quality content. Now, how would I define what consistent quality content is? Well, first things first, I'd look in that fucking content calendar that we have in the CLA and every single content audit that we have, I'd be attending. 
I would also be looking at your own videos and asking yourself, what are the best performing videos in my feed? And I'd be doing more of that. I would also be spending some of my time on social media, Veronica, dissecting people who have high quality content. I also went to your Instagram or it said your Instagram was, was restricted. Like it wouldn't let me view your Instagram if I was under 21. So I don't know what that was about, but look at your view volume and see what your highest performing videos are and double down on that. Because there's something like, if we fix your content, like if we fix your content, this solves a problem. Now scroll down. Cool. See that to me is weird, right? What? There's no videos like over 200. So this is the thing. I want to dive into this right quick, if you don't mind, B. Yeah. And let me see, because I can literally pinpoint this within 30 seconds. When it comes down to a video, there's usually, all right, three things that will help it pop. One is controversy. The other one is emotion or individuals are already connected to you in some way. That's it. Because if there's no emotion or controversy, why would anybody actually give a fuck about the video in the first place? You feel me? Like it has to have something that joins the conversation in their head or makes them feel a certain way. Unless they know you, hence why you just said everybody who engages on my page is either a client or someone who knows me. That makes sense. That, yeah. that makes sense, right? So let's dive into this right quick. All right, let me look at this. I just move this so I can turn the volume on. Of course, this is fucking muted because why would it not be? Because that would be easy. Yeah. We sometimes think it's a lot bigger, but then when we wait, we're like, oh my God, that's so little. We have no idea what's going on here. Okay, let me see you again. Because we sometimes think it's a lot bigger, but then when we wait, we're like, oh my God, that's so little. There's no context. There's no emotion. There's no controversy. The only individuals that are going to watch this are people that have probably already seen your content in the past or that fuck with you. Why? Because within the first three to five seconds, you don't say anything that joins the conversation in their head, finishes their sentence, pisses them off, or makes them feel a certain way. I know you're talking about the food scale because I'm a fucking fitness pro. Ryan's a fitness pro. Individuals that have been in the fitness game understand that. You need to start this video with something along the lines of weigh your fucking food. Or this is not the devil. It's easy to weigh your food. It will help you lose weight. Or the reason why you're not losing weight is because you don't want to pick up the scale just so you don't want to step on the one in your bathroom. It's, it's like you have to play on words in some way or people are just going to leave. Feel me? So and I know you just posted this five minutes ago. What you're saying. What? More hooks. A hundred percent. Guys, like the hook is something that it's every guru in the world, every influencer in the world, every business owner in the world, anybody who is creating content will tell you that the hook matters more than anything else, period. And that's like, you guys go study Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast talks about this on his YouTube channel. He's like, the only fucking thing that matters on YouTube is the first two seconds of your video have to do and follow through on the promise that you say, all right? Where it's like, if you say, I give away a hundred million dollars, the first two seconds needs to show that you're doing that. The thumbnail needs to be dope and the title needs to be dope. Well, Instagram is the same thing. It's just a different fucking platform. So if they okay. click on this video, if the two seconds aren't entertaining, or controversial, et cetera, we're gonna lose them. Next one. How do you politely say no to the Christmas baker at your office? So how do you politely say no to the Christmas baker at your office? I understand where we're going here. I know why you're creating this video, but number one, the Christmas music is too loud. You are the focal point, not the music. So turn it down so we can focus on your voice. Number two, how can we make this statement emotionally resonate or controversial? to your followers tell me i would probably start off by saying no i don't want to eat that and how do you like you know what i mean you do that see that's yeah. one way we can play that game 100 okay. percent. right like what we need to do is we need to start joining the conversation in their head right just because it's christmas time doesn't mean you need to eat the 12 donuts at the office there's going to be treats all over the place learn how to fucking say no 
something along those lines. We need to start joining the conversation in their head. This is where people are struggling. The reason why. My next favorite one is St. John's Worth. St. John's Worth. I don't even need to touch on this one. You know what's going on. The first thing that you do in the morning is so critical to the success of your life, not just in your business, not in your personal life, but with yourself. Get to the point, right? I'm like, you don't have bad content. The lighting looks good. Okay. Your audio seems fine. I still would turn the music down a little bit because Veronica, you are the focal point. I need you to understand that. You guys could have no music on your videos. You'll do just as good. Okay. Unless you're trying to create motivational sounds like I do, the music should be a fucking afterthought. It does not matter. Period. Right. Like you are the focal point, your value that comes out of your mouth. Period. I cannot fucking hammer that home enough. What we need to do is we need to get you, and I need you to write this down for a second. Write this down, please. Thoughts, purpose, delivery. I wrote this down in Content Audits the other day. Who is there and who heard me say that shit on Content Audits? Put up your hand. Thoughts, purpose, delivery. If you guys have not seen the Content Audit replay, go watch it. I'll give you a quick breakdown. All right. You need to join the conversation in people's heads and finish their sentence. That is the thought going on in people's minds. All right. You now need to ask yourself after you figure out the conversation you want to join in their heads, what is the purpose of this video? Well, the purpose of this video is to get them to stop binge eating snacks at the office. Well, now you know what the purpose is. Brian saw me do this at his house the other day when we did collaborations. Now we need to deliver it with a hard hitting hook, a subheading that supports and a plot slash story that tells the direction we want to head. Make sense? Thoughts, purpose, delivery. That is the breakdown on every single video. If you do not have a purpose behind it, do not post it. And if there's not a clear purpose explained while you are speaking in the video, do not post it. It's a waste of fucking time. Okay. Feel me? Yep, I got you. Once we get better at that, we'll start triggering more emotion. People will feel more connected to you. They'll get more value. We'll get more views. And hopefully, we'll start growing how we want. Okay. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Cole. Got you. We're proud of you. Good fucking job. Yeah, I honestly haven't seen someone that consistent in a long fucking time. That makes me well, happy. Not only that, but you hit $10,000 a month. You're a fucking beast. Yeah. Now, now we're going for 20. Yeah, you're doing something <laughs> like that. One thing I'm, I'm just going to say, Veronica, and this is important for every motherfucker on this call, especially your age demographic, because I noticed your Instagram, you're like targeting women that are 35 plus. Referrals are the key with women over 35. Mm-hmm. Referrals are the key mm-hmm. because you like women stick together, especially women. They stick together. And so that's how, that's how I grew my business. Hundred percent. So you get like what I'm saying to you is you probably already know this, but I just want to make sure that this is in your in your fucking head. The clients that you already have are going to be sending you more clients. So keep changing their fucking life because that's where like a lot of your business is going to come from, anyways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, you guys. You're welcome. Ah. What up, Devon? Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing, King? Doing amazing. And yourself? Absolutely fantastic, brother. How can we serve you today? I love that. So my question is on content and I've been reflecting a lot on my content recently and I want to show more of myself, right? I, I post all fitness content and I want to share my voice a little bit more. And I noticed that my audience really enjoys like when I share my music on my social media and it's definitely a passion of mine. And I want to start incorporating it into like just my presence. And I value both of you guys' insights and I just really want to just get some tips and directions to see how I could like integrate this into my my brain without really like diluting my fitness content. And I want to just make sure it resonates as well. You know, like when I've dropped some recently and I've gotten a lot of engagement and comments and views, and I just kind of want to like seamlessly integrate this. So like any tips would be appreciated. So I'm going to say something first, because I think it's important. If you're going to start telling your story more, the only person it needs to resonate with is you. Mm -hmm. You're the only person it needs to resonate with. Like when you're sharing your story, 
the only person that it needs to resonate with is you. Because when you actually put out content that is you, it's like your soul. It's like your fucking, it's actually you and people like can see it. They'll resonate with it. So the only person you need to be focusing on making content that resonates for is you. I also, who here listened to the Devon podcast? Like I interviewed Devon about the Tanky Mastermind. Bro, that was like one of my favorite interviews of the year. I'm not even gonna lie. Like you got a lot of, you got a lot of soul. So I'm just gonna encourage you to fucking share that. That's all I gotta say about that. Gotcha. Go ahead. I'm gonna much to add to that. I agree. There's nothing else to say. I wanna I add, so I was, can I tell them about your meal idea, the meal, your content meal? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'll let you do it, but that's that's what I was thinking about. It's like, yeah, okay, touche. I'll break that down for you. So when it comes down to the content that you're putting on your page, the reason why I said, like, I don't really have a lot to add, but I'll break down this meal concept to you is because I agree. Like, obviously, I produce content that inspires, motivates, challenges, and pushes other people, Devon. Like, that's the, the goal is to focus on the one, F-O-T-O. It's one of my fucking core values. It's written on my wall. It's something that I hit. But when it comes down to my page, I look at my content like a meal on my plate, right? You guys have a balanced meal. Now, keep in mind, it's a very funny breakdown for me because I don't eat fucking vegetables. But let's say that you guys do, all right? You have a balance of carbs, proteins, fats, all right? Healthy nutrients. As you are building your meal out and as you guys get consistently comfortable eating new foods and experimenting with new foods, I'm assuming, and I want everybody to actually do this for me, drop your favorite food in the fucking chat box for me. What's your favorite food right now? All right, steak, tacos, right? This is what I do all the time. As you guys experiment with new foods, try new foods, and you enjoy new foods, your plate is most likely going to be filled with one of those sources more than the rest. That's why like my plate doesn't have fucking veggies on it because I hate them, all right? It's got a lot of protein, moderate carbohydrates, a balanced amount of fats, and veggies are literally never there. I usually utilize greens to get my nutrients in and everything else. Because I've now figured out my meal, my meal structure and what works for me nutrition wise. It's the same thing with content, right? You guys have the four pillars, value, proof, connection, documentation, right? As you get bigger and you become better at creating content, you're going to realize that one of those pillars resonate with you more than the rest. If you guys look at Dawn, his is proof, Mm. right? If you guys look at Caitlin Wilson, me and her literally just spoke yesterday, hers is just value. That's it. All right. If you guys look at Janelle, 90% of it is connection because she's found her hit. The thing, though, is you need something else to balance out your plate. Mine is protein, but I need the carbs to balance it out. Just like mine is connection motivation, but I have documentation to balance it out. Make sense? Correct. It does. So as you grow as a creator and you're posting value proof of connection, you're going to find one that you lean into the more that's going to bring you clients, but never lose the documentation because that's what balances out your meal and make sure that everything works. Feel me? For sure. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Thank you guys. You're welcome, brother. Thank you for coming out. I appreciate you. For sure. Thank you. Oh, chicken with Brussels sprouts. Whoever said that fucking you're my vibe. Chicken. I literally would rather eat dirt from the garden than Brussels yeah. sprouts. I saw like no taste, bro. Absolutely no taste. <laughs> Bro, you never had Brussels sprouts like I can make Brussels sprouts. Bro, that, that, okay, no, we got no, 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 my fucking train. Okay, what you need to do <laughs> is you need to steam your Brussels sprouts, then you chop them up, then you put butter spray on them, then you put them in an air fryer, then you add fucking salt to it. That shit is crispy Brussels. Whoa, sprouts. Chris, you see what Chris wrote in the chat box? Read that out loud. What? Read it. That's funny. Taste bud is limited as his height. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. I agree with that statement. Thank you, Chris. 
Bro, like, every time I talk about Brussels sprouts, people are like, you have never had it like I had it. I'm like, there's like five ways. You have the garlic butter, you guys have your cheese sauce, you have them fried up. They're shit every way. No matter how you fry shit, it tastes like shit. Okay? I don't have to tell you. Muted. That's how, that's what fucker, that's what we do. All right? When Cole pisses <laughs> off, we mute him. What's up, Stuart? You're muted, bro. We can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, what's sir. up? Sweet. I uh, just want to say appreciate you guys. You guys got the best content. I've been on a couple masterminds. I think I've told you before, at least. Uh, well, actually, I comment on quite a bit of cool shit. But then yeah. Brian, I think I've DM'd with him. You guys got awesome content. Appreciate it. Uh, you're always motivating and inspiring. And uh, I was just wondering, I got a post that's popping off right now. It's almost at 500K like the last two days. And then I've got like 2,500 followers. So I'm just wondering, like, what's the... Do I want to follow all the people who like fit the demographic? What's the strategy for taking advantage of that? I was going to say, so you have a video that's blown up to 500,000 so far, right? Yeah. What I would do is I would focus on the individuals that are engaging with you and following you first. Feel me? Yep. So like you had a post blow up to 500,000 views. That's dope. Okay. But I need you guys to understand that like, I'm not trying to discredit your win right now. Yeah, yeah. Views aren't everything. So before you just start going through the views and the likes and you start spam following people and engaging, start with the individuals that fuck with you. So who's already followed you? Who sent you a DM saying that the post was valuable? Who commented with something more than one word or an emoji? Those are your hottest leads as long as they fit your demographic. You feel me? Yeah. Well, and mostly it was like the likes are okay. A lot of the comments are just chirping me because it was kind of, uh, there's no CTA on it, yeah. but like at least that's gotten, it's blown up a little bit, but more, I was just wondering, so do you think DM a lot of the followers? Cause the followers are the people I'm most interested. In. I wouldn't DM them instantly. Okay. okay. Engage with them. Okay. So Maybe. I would look at them. You don't also need to follow everybody back. That's 100% contextual. It's up to you guys if you would like to, but I would start engaging with them. All right. And then the ones that look the hottest that like left a good comment. All right. Engaged with you in a big way. Look at fucking sending them a DM and engaging. I will also say, though, because I'm going to throw something else about there in content, post something else now that is in the range of subject matter that matches the video that just blew up. A lot of you guys will have one video that blows up. You'll go into lead generation mode. You'll fucking go ham and start DMing everybody trying to sell clients. But if you start posting a couple more pieces of content that resonate with that same style, that same message, what that'll do is it'll alley-oop the fucking views to video, 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 and it'll start growing your page faster while you're in lead gen mode. Feel me? Cool. Uh, and then one yeah. sec. I'm going to jump in. Um, so in the next few days, more CTAs than usual on your stories. Great. Cause you're going to have a lot more people that are going to be watching your stories and they're going to be new people. So do different variations of CTA Stuart. So like one of them put a poll and then like, so today put a poll, like, you know, you jacked as fuck. I'm looking for five men that want to lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days that are serious about it. If that's you vote here. And then on Friday, do a before and after of one of your best clients taking on two serious men who are ready to transform their bodies and their minds in time for January 1st. So they can start off the new year. Right. If that's you type new me in the comments or new me and send me a message that says new me. Cause you're getting all these new fucking followers. Right. If you have the time, bro, like if you are like you're sitting there on your computer or your phone, you have the fucking time, I would scroll through the followers that are coming in that fit your avatar. And I would be like, yo, Stuart, thanks for the follow, bro. Exclamation mark. Are you uh, are you on a fitness journey or are you just enjoying the content? Question mark. Well, normally I ask, like I do a little thing, like I would say pretty much all my followers that follow me, if they look like they're in my avatar, I'm like, hey, what's up? Thanks for the follow. And then I do only home workouts for the most part. So I'll say, P.S., are you a home workout warrior? And usually that's a pretty good like kind of intro because it's soft, but it also 
talks about what I'm doing. Yeah, Would you I step away that. from that or that's yeah. fine? Oh, I love, I love that. that. Yeah. Okay, cool. That. And then second part is it's done really well on Instagram. Like I said, it's at like 450 on Instagram. I don't really use Facebook, but Brian mentioned ages ago, connect the two on Instagram. So it posts, I, it's got 60,000 or 70,000 views on Facebook and a bunch of likes. What I don't use Facebook at all. So what, what's the strategy there? Do I just message people who liked it or do it? Cause I mean, I think it's only likes you can do, but just message all the people who. Do you have a, do you have a free Facebook group? I don't, I've done a couple, I've done two challenges and the Facebook group didn't really pop off. And normally I use TikTok the most. That's okay. So, so what, what I would do if you don't have a Facebook group is I would comment on the video and I would pin your comment that said, if I would say, if you need help with your fitness journey, DM fat loss on Facebook and I'll send you a message. Mm-hmm. Comment on your own video, pin the comment. Okay, cool. I appreciate you guys. Well, Got you. If it, the last thing we're just going to say is that if it popped on Facebook and Instagram, that's a fucking sign. Lean in. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, again, just start because it was actually a repost. I've been reposting a bunch of my content and like a couple of them have blown up, but that one's been the one that's blown up. But so I, I think the thing probably uh, the next couple things, because I've been posting before afters, but I'll try and shoot some new content similar to what it was to really lean into that. Also, when you're like, when something's popping off, is it better to keep posting yes. versus kind of yes. chill? Yes. Okay. That's what I just said. That's something that's very important. It's like, yeah, okay, sweet. Because I, I have been posting. This is, I've had a couple good videos. This one's the best on, especially Instagram, but I feel like I'm most prepared for this one. So I'm just making sure that the strategy's dialed in to really hit it. Yep. Cool. Okay. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hope you have the best day ever or having the best day ever. Peace. <laughs> Got you, bro. Good energy, bro. Guys, I just want to touch on one thing that Stuart said because there's tons of value being dropped in this spot. This is probably our most valuable podcast we've done in a while. I agree. But when you have a post going viral, you want to post more because all those new views that you're getting are going to come to your page. And if they come to your page, the new content is going to get seen more as well, right? You don't want to be like, oh, I want to make sure that this post stays in the algorithm. That's not how it works. Algorithm showing your content to more people. And then those people are going to come to your page. And so if you have more content coming up on your page and you guys will notice this, Stuart, I'm sure you notice this now because that one video is going viral, all your other video views go up. Right, because people come to your page and start watching your shit. So right. yes, post more when you have a content piece of content going viral. Don't be like, oh, I'm just gonna leave it up to see how long it goes viral for. No, you want to fucking post. If it's going viral, then like keep your regular posting schedule so that all of your videos start to perform better. Cool. I guess one half question or a real one question. I I asked this in the group the other day. I boosted. I didn't boost this one, but I boosted posts every once in a while that have done well. Uh, Ten bucks for two days. So Good. nothing crazy is that. And then just I, my avatar is home workout people. So Good. it was Bowl flex and Peloton was the target. Would you boost it? Or you guys are saying just leave it. I would, I would leave it. And when it dies off, I would boost it. That would be my advice. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Please. Ben, last and not least, what up? Hey guys. How you doing, brother? I've just got one question. I've got like about 15 clients that I signed. Like when I first joined this LA coming up for a renewal just before the new year. Most of them paid paid in full, but I want to move them to reoccurring. So what would be like the best way to message them or get them on a call to do that, to make it sound better, to go on the reoccurring than doing another piff? Go ahead, Cole. Don't offer the paid in full. Just offer the recurring. Or make their fucking paid in full more money because you upped your prices due to the fucking new year. Okay. But say it's the same, the recurring stays the same for this year kind of thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, you could literally be like, listen, so, you know, we've, I've had a lot of interest in, uh, in my coaching program. And so I did have to increase my paid in full prices. But if you want to keep the same rates, I'd, ha- I'd be happy to keep you at the same rate. So let's just get you on, you know, because in Australia, you guys tend to do things weekly. Let's just get you on a $57. Yeah. I'm all right. That's what you guys do over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are weird. No one wants to pay monthly here. So, so <laughs> we'll, do, uh, we'll do $57 a week and, you know, or whatever the price is. And that way it's yeah. like affordable for you and it's better for me and it's, it's easier that all around. Cool. Okay, sick. Yeah, sick. So you literally, what the answer is whatever option you guys want to pitch, you just make it sound sexier. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the answer, right? So like increase the price of your pain in full and be like, listen, I care about you and I want you to succeed. So I'm going to give you the same rate. We'll just do weekly that we don't pay the increased price and I don't want to you know, charge you more money. That's why it's $57 weekly. It's more affordable for you. It's easier on the budget and we can just get you on the recurring plan and make sure that we lose 20 pounds in the next fucking 16 weeks. Is that fair? The easy way to Ben is just don't give a discount on your paid in full. And then if they do pick the paid in full, who gives a shit about getting paid weekly? You just got paid the entirety of your program in fucking six months. There's no discount. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining, full, but I just fucking, there's no incentive. Give me everything now or fucking go on recurring period. Sick. Cool, brother. Congratulations on all Thank your you. success so far. Thanks, bro. Thank you. You guys do weekly payments over there, right? Dude, Everyone does weekly. Everybody does <laughs> Australia, bro. It's weekly payments. Fucking weird. Yeah. I know if, if we pitch that in Canada, bro, people would be like thrown off. They'd be like, fucking pardon. But, no, also, no one wants to do monthly. but also your guys' toilets are fucked up too. You guys flush backwards. Yeah. Weirdos, man. <laughs> no, that's just a Simpsons episode. <laughs> and all your koalas have fucking herpes or some shit. It's fucking weird. Isn't that that's true though, isn't it? Sorry? Is don't the koala bears have fucking herpes? Is that that's a real yeah, thing? Yeah, they all got they've all got something like that, yeah. Daniel said line. He's like, it's committee, you fucking idiot. Chlamydia, yeah, chlamydia. <laughs> All right, bro. thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, bro. Times. My favorite podcast today. Right. We're talking shit. I like it. Bad value and a bunch of shit talk. I love it. I love it. Where do they find you, bro? Wake Up With The Wolf podcast or Cole De Silva on YouTube is the primary place right now. What about you? And you can find me at the Change Ives Make Money on the channel podcast or Brian Mark on YouTube. Those are the channels I'm currently actively growing. Cool. Peace and love, guys. Have the best day of your motherfucking life. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Oh. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.